You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host, TK. The boys are in the house. Andy. Hey, guys. And Corbs. <laughs> Hello, boys. Good to see you both. Now, team previews continue today. We've already dropped wing fullback. Today, we'll be looking at the center position. But, boys, center position, really hard to find points. But a little bit of spice in there for us today, but plenty to discuss. Before we get to that, please head over to Instagram. Find us at Talking League Pod and Twitter, Talking League One. Thank you for the reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't yet, please leave us a review on there and find details on the Talking League Fantasy and Tipping Comps. $500 cash prize for first place. Free to enter, so get involved, TalkingLeaguePod.com or just have a look at the info on the episode notes. Well, let's rip in. Last time we had, hey, we started at uh, Cheapies, but today we'll start at Guns. So the Guns... It's flipped it around again. Yeah. <laughs> flipped it on you two boys. So we'll start at Guns. Andy, kick us off. Zach Lomax, you're liking him. Yeah, so it's 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 in, it's between him and Graham, but I think I'm going to go. Yeah, I don't know yet. <laughs> so you want both, but you're only going to pick one. Yeah, correct. Okay. So with Lomax, he's he's first season last year, 47 average, and that's gun for a center. And he had, I think it was a stat saying over the whole season he had 40 errors. Okay. Minus 80 points over the whole whole of his whole season. Sorry, 40 demerits. Demerits. <laughs> Some RTA points. <laughs> so. At six twenty seven, he he's a cut price. Not cut, he's a gun player where you put in your team, and I, I think he will outdo forty seven this year um, because it's his second wow. year coming in, and and he's kicking as well. He's just he's got everything, and he can, okay. he's only going to get better. Interesting. Well, why don't you stick on because you got two? So uh, comparison with uh, with uh, Campbell Graham. This sorry. is the other player who I'm looking at with my licking my lips. In his first seven, his last seven games last year, he averaged fifty six fantasy points. Mm. That is a massive for your centre position, and at five eighty, um, even just saying that out loud, it's already made my decision. <laughs> I think I'm picking Graham, uh-huh. and he's only averaged of forty three, so it's a lot. It's five less or four less than Lomax, and he's forty seven k cheaper. Okay, put it on the line right now. Who are you going? Graham. Okay. And Mars on the body podcast earlier said that he's the strongest pound for pound in the team. Yeah, and he it's saves a, you a 50 grand too. 21 years old. 2% ownership. That's pretty cool. Corbs, we'll move to you. Now, some of we, two of these players, I like them both too. They're both on my radar, but you are going to kick us off with Ewan Aiken. Yeah, he, he found a bit of form again towards the back end of 2020 and finished with that 42 average. If you're hitting around that 40 average as a center, you mm. are very happy. There's not many that beat that. Uh, new club. Surely he's going to. I'm just hoping. Remember, he was going to almost play Origin, mm. and they it was like a it was on the train, the coin, whatever it was, yeah. yeah. And Latrell got him, and with good reason. Latrell, hell of a player, but <clears throat> then he just went off the ball a little, and then yeah, found his feet as a Dragons fan, very excited, <laughs> and then he goes and signs with another club. But Ewan's got but some great carries in him. Yeah. Like his carries and his tackle breaks. Mate, he can get 20 points in a run. Massive ball run. Doesn't like to pass, but that's the great thing about fantasy. I love a ball hog yeah. in the centers. <laughs> that's good, especially in your wise. team. <laughs> All right, the next one is, and someone we unearthed in the Titans pod, and someone that's really under the radar, and that's Tyrone Peachy, and I like this pick. Yeah, the the jewel gets you here. Uh, the, the big words that got me interested, he's going to play that same role from Fogarty. And they won the last five games. You don't change a winning formula. 
Correct. Tino's coming in. They're not going to change their team around two players. I think they're going to come in and work out how they're going to improve the Titans. Yeah, not when Tino, when you think about his style, he can fit around Peachy. Yeah, he can still be in the team. He only covered Locke when Fanukan was out. It's not, I don't think he's, it's his preferred position. So. And at his size, he's like tipping the side. When you just see him and Haas fight in origin, they're literally the same size. He can play front row easily. These new rules have to suit Peachy. You've got to get him in there somewhere. You know what? He's so good right now, there. out of every analysis, I'm fine with Peach. I like this pick. And I think... At that ownership, what was he, like 2% ownership? And you said the jewel. In terms of like finding a diamond in the rough in this centre position, we're going to bring up his teammate. I may as well go for it now because this is three times I'm bringing this guy up now. You love him. I do. <laughs> Brian Kelly, ownership of only 3% right now, right under the radar, break even of only 35, 464Ks. Now, last year he averaged 34 from 16 games, but break down a little bit more, 12 games at centre, you remove one game where he got injured after 10 minutes, and his real average is actually 40. Now, base stats, 3.6 tackle breaks, 140 metres. He's got really good base stats. Always involved, four tries out of his 11 games, six line breaks, seven line break assists. He is a bit of a playmaker. Now, when they win, which was four games out of those 11, he averaged 51. When he lost, 31. So his downside is not very low, and I'm expecting the Titans to have a really good season and win more than 60% of their games. This guy... If you haven't locked him in at 464K, I don't know what else I have to do to convince you. This guy is a gun. And I'd nearly pair him with Peach. Yeah, he, he, I didn't realise some good stats there. You can actually give yourself a tick there. <laughs> Hold on. How good is this play? <laughs> you doubled oh, not, up. Not that one. No. <laughs> there's, there's that 10 or so centres, which we should really cover in our guns and mids. Yeah. Outside that, then it just falls to... You don't want. And so if you don't get those 10 in the draft or you try and get one of them and then get a cheapie in, I think. So it is a tough decision because there's a few of them, like your Kelly, like your Aiken, like your Peachy, mm. a little bit of gut feels coming in. But yeah, yeah, mid-rangers. Big time. But, boys, you know, we're going to – I'm going to turn it around again and I want to stick with the voids now. And the voids, right, because we've got a couple of kind of higher range guys in the voids. And in comparison, why is Bradman best now in a void for you there, Corbs? Oh, I – he, the big one that um, jumped out for me when he didn't score a try, he had a twenty-eight average, and that puts him down in the the bottom feeders category. Yeah, with the, with the plebs in the, oh, he's good. But my strategy in this one is, I think he's going to reduce in price. Um, he's, he had that forty-four average. I think he'll reduce down to that thirty, thirty-five, even. So I think you're just going to get him at a reduced price. Mm. My suggestion would be to get one of those top tier that we just talked about. Yep. Get a cheapie um, that we will talk about in a second and then look for that upgrade to best when he comes down in price. Yeah. Look, I could be wrong. Potential. I could be wrong because he came on the scene last year and just blitzed it with a couple of big scores. He's injury prone, buddy. He missed some get footy. But I'm also – my strategy as well is coming with uh, Green, who's talked about coming back as early as round two now. Mm. And if he's on that left edge as that ball distributor, there's just plenty of early ball for best. So, yeah, a couple of rounds, let him come down. Pick him up later. Okay. Good player, but yeah, I think he's going to reduce. He's too overpriced at Honga the moment. does love that left side as well. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, Andy, I've got – is this a typo, Peach? He was on your avoids? No, no, I've got stags. Just stags? This yeah. is maybe just before. 
Yeah, okay. I think because Stags is owned by 1.5% of players. I'm not too sure why. Yep. <laughs> if he comes, just say he comes back at round 10 or something, is this an avoid for the whole year? Yeah, for the whole year because yeah. coming back off an in, a knee injury, everyone first coming back, first season coming back from an injury, always underperform. It's just they're too, too gingerly on the on the um, uh, on their knee. Uh, yeah. There's always a lot of stepping in that centre position, tackle breaks, crab walking. If he uh, reduces price dramatically, would you – Maybe pick so. him up before the finals. Maybe if, if he if he gets maybe three four games because he's not going to be the best. If he drops a price, in there, let's be honest, Brisbane aren't going to be the best. Probably, probably yeah. not. I don't want to write I, them off. Well, totally. Watched them last oh, night. <laughs> watched them last night. I'm definitely. hoping they're bad so Dragons don't get the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, the two while sticking on kind of injured guys, I think Jack Bird, you just gotta be patient. Every team that gets posted on Facebook right now has Jack Bird. He'll play twenty minutes for probably the first ten rounds. Like you gotta be patient and I think that's a good thing that he'll play twenty minutes. Well even with he, sorry, you go. Yeah, he'll score because his break even's twenty eight, so he'll score what, eighteen or something. His points will gradually come down. You could get Jack Bird after round ten for under three hundred K. He comes into the starting lineup. Then you pick him up. And then I reckon that ownership is going to back off as well. Is there talk? He was saying that his preferred position is now centre in the last couple of days. That turns me off him a little bit. He was ginger on any – and right, B, like he's played crap all games in the last two years. He's a great player though, but he's got to get that confidence under his belt. He's got to get his knee right. And I just don't see – don't rush him, I feel. Just let him get back into football. Even with that centre position, they've got so much young guns coming through. It's a bit of an insult if they chuck him in there. I think if if you've picked him, you've brought him back to the club – Playing what you want to play in because you've got Braden Williami, Max Fagai, brother Matthew Fagai. Yep, they're all there waiting for that centre spot. If you if you burn them and put Jack Bird in there, yeah, may he may play okay, but I just think you're going to lose those young guns. Yeah, yeah, I think number fourteen's his jersey for a little while. I'd, yeah, I'd like him long run to be in that lock position. That running yeah, it five, might, eight, like a Tyrone Peachy, it might. So they're very similar in size. Yeah, he said so. he might want to play centre, but I think he will play best for whatever yeah, team. You'll do as you're told. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy is James Roberts. Now these two have been paired, Jack Bird and James Roberts, in all these teams. For me, I don't care how good. I don't care if you've won NRL fantasy before. If Wayne Bennett is showing you the door, that is a massive red flag that he is done. Like even before, like. His best years, 2019, scored 35, 2018. This is at his very best. He can score only 38, 35 average or a 34 average. Wayne Bennett is a way better coach than Michael Maguire. I don't know why they think Michael Maguire, Mr. Ninth Place himself, is going to get get something out of this guy. Like, you, you're going to find better. Even Avarillo is way better at that price. For something like 90K more, I think you can get Brian Kelly or something, 100K more, you can get Brian Kelly. I think he's like, going to be that Bryce Cartwright who everyone was like, yeah, but he, he was good back in the day. He was good back in the day. I don't think he might not find it. I, I mean, really, I said he was better price, sorry, in Tigers over Leilua, but I, I'm not going near him. His break of even is only 25 points. Still. 25. Like, I, I still see consistency. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a punt. I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> uh, at 336K, it's, it's worth a shot. His off field issues are very. I heard him on a podcast, a long podcast, and some of the stuff that he broke down. Like, he used to be homeless. There's so much going off in his. He needs a lot of help off the field. That's all I'm going to say. He seems like a. He's obviously a genuinely good football. He played Origin. Like, I don't want to discredit him, but like I said, a red talking f- league with Dr. Phil. <laughs> when a red flag for me. But he, he joins my team um, purely for two reasons because he's so cheap and because of the 100 club. 
<laughs> oh, your hundred clubs as bad as your jokes. M- I got those in there. <laughs> moving on now, uh, mid ranges. I think Andy, you're going to go against what I'm saying. Is Birdie still on your radar? Well, uh, you kind of worried me a little bit there, but I think he. I watched the trial game because Parramatta swamped him. Uh, he only he didn't do much. Yeah, like twenty games. <laughs> he didn't do much. He, he, he had a couple of runs here and there, but yeah, looked very gingerly. Um, if he can maybe, like you said, if he does get a couple of minutes, maybe he might be better. But I think you're right. I think I will wait because he will. It's just the waiting. I think he he's will drop in mate. price. But yeah. once he does start, I think he'll be a starter. I think it's a time and a place, and Look, I just don't you, think round one is. When you come from two ACL injuries back to back, it's going to affect you. So I, I'm, I'm glad they're taking him real light, light and easy. Um, so no, yeah, I agree. I think we're going uh, good. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, well, the three seventy four price has him just below that thirty average, which I don't think he's going to overscore. So you can. But you can wait on him, I think, if he's yeah. going to start in that centre spot. Agreed. Now, uh, Andy, was that only birdie for you? Uh, I've got Avrilo as well. Oh, that's a cheapie. We'll come back to Avrilo. But mid-price, Corby, you've got your great mate, Jared Croker, the guy that uh, he taught you how to goal kick or you taught him how to goal kick. What oh, was the story? No. It's, it's a latter. <laughs> Corb's always said <laughs> oh, No, I'm a bit like Munster. I've got terrible style. And actually, no, I'm not the same because I don't get him either. <laughs> Um, Let's stick with Jared, mate. I think just his price as well. Like in the past, he's been that top centre. Uh, he's going to come back into the team. I think he was playing under a fair bit of injury last year and then finished off um, in a game where I th- he played that whole game injured. He should have really went off. Mm. Yeah, I just like the goal kicking, 34-36 average. Um, I just, yeah, you can make some good coin on him. He's usually priced about 100 k more. So uh, he's at 407k this year. Break even of only 30. It's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty decent. If he if he gets himself right, if he's 100, percent it's looking juicy. My strategy here is pick one of the. I'm thinking Peachy with a croaker, and then um, a cheaper Max Fiega on the, the bench. bench. They're my three because then you've got a good scorer as well. But a croaker's not there, so Max will start. But yeah, with the croaker, don't pick him. You can sort of save a couple of the, rounds, yeah, until yeah, you yeah. bring him in. Okay, big time. Okay, stick with the, your one, Jesse Ramian. You know, someone's on my radar too, but I'll let you take this one. What are you seeing in Jesse? Yeah, he's been above that 30 average since his debut. Um, if he – Chad's moved over to his side. Mm. and He talked we, about it, right? Yeah, he talked about it. Mm. I, I love how Chad talked about he gets a big kick out of straightening up the play and giving that ball early. Yeah. You know, whereas most people look – I'll get a kick out of chip and chase and regathering. <laughs> and it's never happened. You've never done it. Nah. But I will when I do. Ramian needs that ball early. But he gets that early buster. ball, yeah. yeah. It, he had five tackle busts a game in 2019. He did. If he can get back to that a little bit, I'm predicting he will get around that 40 um, average. So he could be one to start over Croker and then I can potentially downgrade Peachy or Ramian um, after that three – Third round, if, if he's not performing, or Max Fiega What's the thing? isn't performing. Yeah, you just brought up the tackle bus. So he literally halved in 2020, right? Because he's got good carries. 120, he really helps his wingers and fullbacks out in that second and third carry. He's but a big, big boy. Huge boy. Yeah, he's, he got those tackle breaks at night, so then sort of halved when he made yeah. the Sharks, didn't he? Because of the, cause SJ, SJ's style does not suit him at all because he loves that early ball in the corner. Late pass. And then that one over the top that he does to Katoa. Like, and then he gets left out of the, the actual attacking play. But if you can get those five things that you did, so just say initial three, that's three points, that's nine, averaging 32. He's a 41 centre if early on in this season. He might be someone that, just say SJ comes back at round eight or nine, 
SJ might not even be in the starting team for a little while anyway. As soon as he's back in the starting team, I think it's a sell sign. It is sell. But until then, you might make some money because at 431, if he starts averaging 40, he's going to put some cash on. Yeah, he he's he's like that perfect mid range option, isn't he at the moment? Yeah, he, there's no down. There's not much downside for this. Nah, Jesse. I like that when they've got that low break. Even there's not much downside because I think he's going to hit that thirty. Yep. At worst. Yeah, I think with center, this center position, kind of finding these broken down guys. Yeah. That yep. you know underperformed last year. Yeah, yeah, I like this. And the guy that I want to bring up is kind of SR Masters because nineteen and eighteen. <laughs> he's he, risky. He was averaging some good stuff, like nearly 40, I think it was. But 2019, 37, 41 in 2018. But in saying that, he was a goal kicker back then too. So you've got a minus. But the biggest thing that came out, because he is an international centre. He played for New Zealand on numerous occasions, but he's still got good running metres. He actually averaged to 139 metres last year. But the thing that went away, he only scored two tries in 12 games and only one line break in the entire season. So his attacking stats really deserted him, especially 2019 he scored nine tries in 25 games. And then in 2018, again, he was scoring tries, tackle breaks galore, line breaks galore. That's what he, I think he's focused now, especially with the new coach with Toddy Payton. He's a Balmain uh, Tigers boy as well. I, I can just see that there's not much downside for Masters at the moment. So I think, as we said it in our strategy, I think you need one good one and one cheapy. So yeah. sorry, Andy, you want to add something? Oh, I was just going to say it, – it- <laughs> Does um, the, the stats correlate? So we had Brooks and Benji, people who massive playmakers, mm. come to an injured Morgan and a, a, a high rotation in that number six position. Yeah, so true. It, it, it was not getting that ball. So uh, if you get some consistency, I think that's it. If that they, if they can actually stick their proper halves, the Cowboys, maybe the ball can go their way and you actually find a bit of form. Yeah, that's some good point. Now the other guy I was looking at two guys was uh, Momorowski's actually just come on the radio, and that's you know we've always seen him because he's a good scoring center, but. Biggest thing is it's kind of opening up for him. Brent Naden's suspended. We've got Dean Farre. He moved over to the Super League going to France. And then Seraldo chat, wrapping him on the extras that he's doing and all sorts of things. But three years, some great systems. Like Obviously, he's been involved in the Tigers. Got the swap deal to Storm. Great environment to learn, right? Roosters. He, I remember his debut game was like in a semifinal where he killed it. But having a look at just what he does in the football field, he scores wherever he plays. Center, 10 games, 9 tries, 42 average. Carries 123 metres a game, nearly 4 tackle breaks. This guy, I think he's going under the radar. Winger, 6 games. Again, he's scoring tries, 4 tries. So it doesn't matter where he plays, he finds the try line. So I've got no concern over that. But at his price of 368, a break even of 27, an ownership of 3%, he could be the pot. If he gets that starting spot, which considering what I just said, the Naden and Farre thing, I think he's, he's nearly immoral unless they put – Tyrone May that didn't work there. So why is he not? Why is he not starting in the team he's coming from? Like he, the Tigers. He, he didn't start. He started yeah. a couple of games. Went to Storm. Didn't yeah. start Storm. What's what's the underlying reason? Storm he was in, and then he got injured. That's the reason why he fell out of the team. But still, I think Michael Maguire just didn't think he suited his style because. Yeah. Okay. So you know, we just and talked he's got about the two head cases. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we talked about red were. flags and <laughs> the red flags and James Roberts getting getting in like. True. What's something that is it? Maybe does Paul have some red flags? Not what Serraldo's saying. He's doing extras and yeah, they're always going to be early on. The relationship's not going to be tested too much, but there must be there has to be something because because he yeah, gets moved on. He's, he's had getting a few clubs. Yeah, yeah, he's getting moved on over Leilua and the Jet. Mm. 
But right now, he's in my team because 368, I don't see much downside. If I need to, I can either upgrade slightly to a Masters as a second pick. But realistically, if I could pick two, I'd pick probably Kelly and Ramian. But I know it won't fit in the cap. So I'm going Kelly number one. If anything happens to him, Ramian. And then the second one, I'm going between Masters and Momorowski, favoring Momorowski because I see a little bit more upside and that price a little bit lower. So... Yeah, they're but my two picks. It'll be a big juggle. On, but I've got two teams anyway. On, so. um, on Team List Tuesday, because if Peachy doesn't get that starting 13, he probably falls back down the radar for me. Yeah, but that's a good thing, right? Because Peachy's at that 500K, so you can easily downgrade and even save 100. So. Yeah. And also, there's a chance that maybe Capel could go back to centre. There, there is a massive chance. Well. So yeah. Momo might not even start. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually. TLT, TLT is the, You've got to fit Capel in somewhere, right? Yeah. He's too good He's of a too player. He's too good of a player. Yeah. All right, let's wrap things up. Cheapies, boys. Jake Averillo, Andy. Yeah, the elbow was a bit of a scare, especially when they said he'd be up for the first four weeks. But that's been downgraded, so he's looking to um, start round one. I know you said injury of him not playing, like playing the last four uh, training sessions before he starts. Yep. But I don't think it's going to be an issue. Like he, if he's playing half, where he's which way he's touted to play, mm. he, he scored two games last year, played five eighths and scored thirty seven, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, I, I just think he's too cheap of an option to, to not put there. So my centres would be Campbell and Avrillo. Okay. Um, tw- only by 23%, so a lot of people are hoping that his injury is fine. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he's in my centre position. Yeah, and he averages good at 5'8", so you could get that 5'8 stats. Yeah, at and the, and the dual position does sort of – is another uh, alluring um, stat. Cool. Now, Corbs, Max Fiega. I hope I pronounced that right. Fiego? Fiego. I think that's it. Yeah, he, he looks to lock in that centre spot. I was watching the trial the other night. It wasn't a great trial. Mm. Um, what are you seeing in you? But Well, th- those two boys, him and his brother, set up a nice little trial to start off. Okay. And then they were they didn't get much game time, which is sometimes a good thing in trials. It's like, yeah, you've done your thing, Come get off. off. At least they're fit, right? Yeah. So And then Willie Arme, who is really his biggest contender, he stayed on there. And he, yeah, he didn't play well at all. So that's only giving uh, um, Max Viego a... Especially as they, gonna, they might wait for Bird as well. So that could be Matt, uh, Max's spot until it's his to lose, really. Yeah. And, I mean, his stats don't really give you too much to um, ride home about. But it's only his rookie year too, right? That's right. I've seen a <laughs> bit of him early on in the piece and his junior reps, he's, uh, he's quite handy. So I think he will get that spot to start off with. The Bird thing still bizarres me a little bit because I was sort of banking on him starting in the forwards. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll okay. see. That. And you got something to add? Yeah, just speaking with that trial, I watched that and I was looking at plays on Parramatta's side. I seen Tom Opacek, uh play really, really well. Great okay. defense. And he scored that tackle busting try in the first half. So he might be one to watch as well at 333K. Okay. I thought you were going to mention the score there for a second. <laughs> oh, look, the like listeners a, know the score. It's like the grand final day. Trolls, the troll wins are great for Paramount and, and fans. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, he's one to watch. All right, quickly just wrap things up. Uh, Tomoko is the guy that I'm looking at as a cheapie. Uh, some sources sources are saying that Curtis Watt's actually struggling. So he's not a 100% definite In for what, round one. Mental or physical? Physical. Okay. So I think uh, Tomoko is the future. And with Croaks being out for a few weeks and you know concerns about Curtis as well, they might go with Tomoko. 275K would be the best thing for everyone. But I watched him because I went to that last game of the season – at Cogra, where they pretty much just chucked their reserve grade time uh, teams out with a, just a handful of guys that weren't the top liners. But he, he was really good in that game. Four tackle busts, 137 metres. Didn't score a try, but averaged, uh, sorry, scored 43. 
So that's kind of what you want to see, a young guy getting in there, doing real his strong, carries. Real strong Real carries. strong, real strong. He's what you want in that centre. He's a power. Absolutely. Powerful centre, tackle bus, yeah, if calm. He, if he gets that spot, and Brett White was really upbeat in our, in our interview about his progress and things like that. So I'm hoping if Matty Tomoko, he is right in the mix, especially that 275K, he's a great guy. That if he's in a starting team, you can easily have him on the emergencies and you'll have no problem chucking him in if you really need him in the centres. So. I think he'll be playing regularly halfway like at some point during the season. Yeah, I agree. Once he plays a couple Just of games. Good. Yeah. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the centre position. Please join in on the Talking League hotline, 02840057947. Thank you for all the Apple reviews and also Facebook page reviews. And please jump into the Talking League fantasy and tipping comps. $500 cash prize. For first place, it's free to enter, so just head over to Talking League Pod. Dot com for more details. Do it.